1: You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited.
0: Welcome into a brand new episode of The Flock on Fox 45. We got computer noises in the background. We got typing. That's because we're grinding right now on a Sunday night. This podcast you probably won't hear until tomorrow or a few days later. But you know what? We don't care. We're just having fun with it, keeping it real. Tom Shively joining me now. Tom it was a good win for the Ravens. Any win's a good win, and any win John Harbaugh and this football team will take thirteen three over the Panthers. The Ravens get the win, but it was a very—I don't want to say—disgusting performance offensively. But it was one where you just go yuck, like that was terrible.
1: Thirteen offensive points. Yeah, it it, it reminds me of Big Ten football. Reminds me <laughs> of cold weather football. It's uh, it's the Ravens of old, as they mentioned in in, in the post game. You know, kind of gritty defensive performance. Maybe you have some concern on the offensive side, but I think bigger picture, you look at the defense played really well today. Like you mentioned, they held Carolina out of the end zone, only gave up three points. Coming off a bye week, it's always a concern, kind of how is the team going to look, and I thought they were solid today. On the defensive side, offense, there's obviously a few questions.
0: Yeah, offense, there are some questions, and when you're down a few guys with Rashad Bateman being out for the season, Gus Edwards wasn't active today as well. They got Mark Andrews back, which was good, and he was a factor in the offense early, but nothing eye-popping. There weren't any eye-popping crazy numbers. As for Demarcus Robinson, that definitely was not the case. He had the best game of his season. Nine receptions, 128 yards, while he didn't find the end zone. He was averaging 14.2. Uh, res- You know, that was his... I, I don't know what the word is, man. Res- <laughs> You want to help me out here? Dude, I'm struggling it's just, right now. It's, it's the Robinson day. game, I guess, yeah, right? I mean, we've Robinson had, we've had the Gus Edwards yards, game. 14.2 yards per catch. Game. Wow, wow. YPC. I could not think of the word, so I'm just stumbling over myself right now. You need no, something. It, dude, yeah. it, was, it was a huge game for him, and he, he really balled out. And I don't know if it was the Panthers' game plan to play off them, but they were. They were giving him room, giving him space, and he was taking advantage, and Lamar was getting him the ball. Other than that, Jackson had a pick. Uh, he had that rushing touchdown after a defensive turnover, which was big, and that was the only touchdown of the game, but this offense, man, really needs to get it together. This ain't going to cut it against the Bills, um, against the Chiefs, against teams you're going to face in the playoffs come playoff time if they're going to get there and make a deep run. That's the thing, right? You're going to be okay in most of these regular
1: season games. It's We went through it last week. They don't have the, the toughest of schedules. It, it's when you get to those playoff games and to me it's a major concern when you can't put the ball in the end zone except when you have a short field so I don't know who those playmakers are obviously it's encouraging what you got from Robinson today Andrews you hope is back to kind of the Mark Andrews of old but I don't know if it was a lack of creativity in the second half. It just seemed like they really there wasn't a foot on the gas kind of mentality from the Ravens that we're used to seeing from this team, especially with Lamar at the helm.
0: Dude, it was lack of something for sure. And I don't want to make excuses for this team, and I know John Harbaugh won't either, but they're coming off the bye week. They're playing a game a team that's not very good on paper or at all. The, the Panthers, they just they just stink. They they're po- they're not, were
1: good last week though. I mean yeah, decently against the the I mean it was the Falcons. Falcons yeah, right, come on. So.
0: Come on. But that's what I'm saying, man. And it was cold out. It was their first game back at M&T Bank Stadium in a long time. They just went and played in a dome, and then they played in, in warm Tampa. So they got spoiled with that weather, and they come back here, and it's like sub-40 degrees. I was out there on the field before the game, and my hands – like I, I didn't even want to pull my hands out to look at my fantasy football lineup or touch my phone door in that because they were absolutely freezing. But I can't even imagine how the players felt. They were They were wearing jackets. But – they got to be better offensively, plain and simple. On the defensive side of the ball, that's not the case, man. I know they wanted the shutout. They didn't get it, but three points and they held the Panthers out of the end zone, that is huge, and it looked like the Ravens evolved for sure. First
1: of all, back to fantasy, I had Devin Duvernay, one catch for three (laughs) yards, so I, I took a flyer this week, didn't go well, but I mean, yeah, the defense, they got four sacks, Baker Mayfield, pretty good improviser, I would say, you know, throughout his career in Cleveland, we've definitely seen it. Really didn't have a chance to do anything today with his legs. I think Ravens did a really good job containing him and limiting the passing game. They threw the ball some forty-two times and still only got less than four yards of completion, or just around four yards of completion, which is terrible in all aspects of it. I think the secondary was solid. the The front seven got them a ton of time, and they,
0: they got they made life hell for Baker. And the Panthers have some weapons offensively. DJ Moore. I mean, he's does I don't he want to be there? What's like, that? Does he want to be there? I I don't know I love man. DJ Moore. Yeah. I love the guy. It's he's, just he's that. A, yeah, Maryland guy, but, like, I don't know if he wants to. Would you want to be there with the Panthers right now? Right or after that, since they traded You McCaffrey? don't know who's no. throwing you no. the ball on any given week, and you're basically in tank mode? I wouldn't. No. I know Ravens fans, just looking on Twitter, they definitely want a DJ Moore. They're like, come home, man. We want you. But I think the Panthers wanted a haul for him. But back to what we're getting off topic, Shively. What are we doing here? The Ravens did a really good job just containing him and containing the weapons that the Panthers had on the offensive side of the ball. And I'll tell you what, man, Marlon Humphrey, he's playing out of his mind. And I think he's, he was an all-pro in 2019, and he's back to that all-pro level. They call him all-pro Marlowe, like he's back to that level of play. He had a pick today, he had a fumble recovery, he's locking guys down. I don't, I don't believe he's had a touchdown thrown on him specifically this season. I mean, what more can you ask for from the guy? I think it's great to
1: see the consistency on the defensive side. They they struggled a lot with that in the early part of the season and Marlon was he's been playing well all season, but it kind of feels like like you mentioned he's getting back to the Marlon of old. He's having fun out there, which I think for him is a huge key just the energy that he plays with and it's infectious. He brings it to the rest of the team and it's a comfort level playing at home, playing defense well. It it's it's the Ravens that have always been. It's the identity. It's back to that's what's always been successful for them and I think a lot of comfort today. Obviously not the best offense they went up against, but huge, huge success on the defensive side. All three positions.
0: Marcus Peters, he had that big fumble recovery down the stretch, in that or f- forced fumble that led to a Marlon Humphrey fumble recovery, sorry, which was huge. And Patrick Queen, that man was playing on another level today, or whatever Sunday I'll say, so I don't want to date this podcast. But, I mean, Queen... Since they got Roquan has just like taken his game to another level, it seems. And I don't know if it's because he's playing alongside of him, if he's just more comfortable. But twelve total twelve total tackles. He led the team. He had a tackle for loss and he had a half a sack. And he was just playing with the utmost energy. And that's what that's what you love to see if you're a defensive coordinator like Mike McDonald or head coach John Harbaugh as
1: well. I think it's a lot of pressure off of Queen now that Smith is here. He's taking a ton of the defensive or the offensive attention as he should, right, the talent that Roquan Smith is. And I think Patrick Queen can be a little bit more of a freelancer and be a little bit more aggressive and not have as much pressure on him to kind of anchor the linebacking core as he did before Roquan got here. So I think his arrival has been huge for Queen's confidence. Wasn't great at the beginning of the year, but, again, he's another one that's kind of turning it around in this defense that – Wasn't great is really turning around now,
0: dude. Just looking at the numbers on paper, if I'm a Ravens fan, I got a huge smile on my face. Those two guys are at the top of the list as far as tackles go. Queen led the team with 12, Smith had seven, Queen had a half a sack, Smith had a sack, both of them had tackles for loss. Nineteen tackles combined, one and a half sack, two tackles for loss. Like the inside linebackers, they're bringing S-sleepless it. back. Sleepless nights I'm for the Panthers what, is what I'm if, seeing. If you have to play them as a running back or a quarterback. You're you're like you're probably gonna have nightmares. So, so it's a long flight home it, for the Panthers. Is what I'm seeing. No, it absolutely is, man. And just looking at this team, the schedule they have going forward, plain and simple, offense just has to be better, and that's a big thing. Are
1: you worried at all about? not a lack of competition, but they, Cincinnati is the only other above 500 team they have on the schedule. They don't play until week 18, kind of assessing this team, how good they
0: actually are before you get to that point. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. They're talented, but I am a little worried at the the lack of competition on their schedule because as a team going into the playoffs, you want to be battle tested And it. The Ravens are a playoff football team, but they're going to be playing some some weak, weak, weak competition going forward, and you can't play down to your opponent's level like they did today in these games and skate by with wins because that's just not good for your for your confidence level or, or for anyone at all. You, you want to these are the games that you just want to put teams away early and just hammer it home, basically, and and they really didn't do that. So does it worry me a little bit that they won't be battle tested? Yeah, and I and I think it should, but. That last game against Cincinnati, that's really going to prove to be okay, like, where are we putting this team as far as the top competition in the AFC goes?
1: They, I mean, they squeaked one out today, 37 to 30 over Pittsburgh. They hung 42 against Carolina the last time they played. So the Bengals can score. So I think that's really going to test the defense, to your point. I, I'm worried again. I, I think they should be on the inside track to get home field, or not home field, but at least win the division. Uh, since Cincinnati has a little bit of a tougher schedule going down, but yeah, I, you can't put the ball in the end zone outside of a short field. They they've only the, here's what I'll say: the games that they've lost, they've been one score games. So I think the Ravens can be in games against anybody and have a chance to win. And you like your chances if you have Lamar Jackson. It's just how many of those opportunities are you going to get before the playoffs? I don't know. Especially maybe you throw a first round bye in there. That's another week off, which. Could be good for this team, could be bad. It, I go back and forth on the bye, but certainly a possibility and something you got to look forward to. With, I mean, I'm watching the Chiefs complete a long pass right now. That offense is great. Buffalo's great when there aren't six feet of snow in the stadium. So <laughs> a lot of good teams in the AFC. Miami's coming out of nowhere with Tua. They're really consistent. So, those are the, That's kind of what you have to compare
0: yourself. There's also, you look at, yeah, they didn't blow this team out. They didn't beat the crap out of them, but... Harbaugh kind of touched on it after the game and he he called it I believe the term he used was a workman's win and here's that soundbite uh following the 13-3 win over the Carolina Panthers. I feel like we played alright, you know, we just got to put points on the board though. You know, it's it's the NFL sometimes. It won't it won't be those high-scoring games, you know. I don't think we ever had a game where we scored this, you know, this amount of points with a victory, but you know, hopefully it don't it don't happen like that um for the rest of the season, you know, hopefully we put points on the board like we used to doing. And this is one of the things that I mean, Ravens fans and any football fan, for that matter, really hates to hear. Uh, On the injury front, Kyle Hamilton left the game. He was grabbing at, I believe it was his left knee, and he did not return to the game. His return was questionable. He wasn't out there on the field, did not return. Um, As far as Ronnie Stanley goes, he hurt his ankle in the third. Um, Lamar rolled up on it after getting sacked. Obviously didn't mean to. Um, And Stanley, it's the... Ankle that's been really bothering him over the years, and you—you're just holding your breath as a Ravens fan. And you could hear a pin drop at M&T Bank Stadium when he's limping off the field because it's like, oh, oh no, man, not again, not Ronnie Stanley, not this this dude that's been playing so well since he's gotten back and gotten healthy, and then he goes down. Lamar actually talked about Stanley after the game. John Harbaugh couldn't give an update on either guy; didn't have an update. But here's what Lamar had to say about Stanley and kind of his status, if we want to call it that, after the game. Um, I went in the locker room um, after the game and I checked on him, but he said he's pretty good. He told me just don't fall into him. So it was me that heard him. So I was I'm a little pissed off about that, <laughs> but he's good. So, I saw that map. so from what Lamar's saying about Ronnie, it sounds like a good sign for Stanley going forward, but I, I really don't want to say anything more about this. We'll learn more this week about it from John Harbaugh and uh, from the Ravens in general. As far as Kyle Hamilton, that sounds like it's up in the air. The hope is that their rookie first-round pick is good going forward and he doesn't have to miss any time. Um, and if he does have to miss time, it, it's a very, very, very minimal amount because he was he looked really, really, really good in the first half of this game. Like he was, He was physical. He was the Kyle Hamilton that the Ravens drafted – this guy for to be um this physical like big dude that can kind of body receivers and get after it and he was doing a really good job early so I- i'm really hoping that Kyle Hamilton is good as well yeah i think both of those guys Kyle Hamilton especially
1: ravens win win on the draft right in the first round linderbaum's been great this year hamilton's been great it's just
0: man likely's he's, been great too he's like huge they, in the second yeah they hit on the yeah, draft yeah, like this, this been year.
1: great but to, to see a rookie go down like that, that's having a good year, is tough. Obviously, we hope that he's he's healthy, and the secondary needs him for lack of a better word. I think Ronnie Stanley is a bit of
0: ronley Stanley,
1: Ron Lee Stanley. I said, like didn't that. I? ronley like Stanley, that. I like that. Ronnie <laughs> Stanley is a bit of a, a bit of deja vu for Ravens fans. Obviously, he's had his health concerns, but yeah, for someone like Lamar, you need that presence, and it, it's going to be tough for Lamar the next couple of weeks if Ronnie can't go. And again, you, you hope the best for him. But that's those are two. Big, big question marks moving forward.
0: All right, as far as this game goes, 13-3 win over the Carolina Panthers. Defense gets it done, and the Ravens really needed that. Best defensive performance of the year, I'd like to say, uh, for this team. Holding Carolina out of the end zone offensively, this team needs some work. They need to get back on track. They need to be the team that we know they can be going forward offensively. And Lamar, he really needs to lead the charge and lead the way for this football team. Next up, Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. Uh, The Ravens will look to make it five straight. For Tom Shively, I'm Rocco DeSangro. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Flock on Fox 45.